Hello everyone, Dr. Stillman here with Jim, Jim Laird. And today, the quote of the day is, there are some things so serious that you have to laugh at them. That's by Niels Bohr, one of the fathers of quantum mechanics. And the reason that I picked that quote is that uh, the epidemic of low testosterone in modern American men is so serious that you have to laugh at it. It is so ridiculous that the thing that makes men men is present in such short supply that everyone is painfully aware of it and yet the people in charge are not really doing anything about it and i have to start with a story that i don't think i've actually told you jim oh boy this was a patient recently <clears throat> he said look can i you know can i get your advice on what what labs i'm gonna get my regular doctor to to check for me and i said sure and i included a testosterone free and total and sex hormone binding globulin and the whole hormone panel that we do for men and ferritin levels and he goes to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, I don't really think we need to check your testosterone levels. You know, you're not reporting any of the typical symptoms and we don't need to do that. And the patient says, no, I'd really like to do it. And the doctor says, well, I don't know if it'll be covered. Your insurance may tell us it's not covered. So you may have to pay for it. It may be expensive. And he says, no, no, listen, like, I don't care. I'm going to pay for it, whatever. And this is the doctor says, okay, fine. You know, like, I guess I'll order it for you. And the testosterone level comes back low. And the doctor comes back to, to this patient and says, well, it sure is a good thing that we checked your testosterone level. <laughs> well, and here's the funny thing. Uh, you have to be below 200 for it to be low. So he was which, truly low. Yeah. And, and here's the caveat. The insurance will cover you. But as soon as you're over 200 again, you, you they won't cover you anymore. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you can be really you know, kind of strategic about when you get tested and stuff, but yeah, you go over, if you go there in there and test over 200, then you're paying for it out of your pocket. Right. And so then they said, Oh, well, we have to check you again to see if insurance will actually pay for your testosterone. He says, okay. So he goes back in, checks it again. It's low again. And so the, now the whole prior authorization with the insurance company and whatever, but of course it's, you know, it's like 50 bucks or something a month for injectable mm -hmm. testosterone for most men. To just make that problem go away um and obviously jim and i don't we don't just i mean throw testosterone at every man with low t because the reality is a lot of them have diet and lifestyle problems that are dragging that down or supplements or anything else for that matter have you seen supplements drag it down no i'm just talking about how we generally try to like fix the root cause of the problem with anything not alone you know like just, you know, people are tired, give them, ash, you know, give them or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, supplements can, can mess up your, your endocrine stuff. Right. Um, you know, especially if you stay on certain things for, for too long. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of stuff that people are taking that they think are helping them or, or might not be, you know, Right. And there's so many supplements out there to boost testosterone, which I find very, I mean, it's people need to stop thinking about it in terms of something that they just need to elevate. They need to think about it in terms of something that they need to optimize. Correct. And that's not a, just a matter of like looking at a, a lab level. It's a matter of looking at the symptoms. So that's one reason why when we're doing testosterone replacement, I'll send men a questionnaire where they rate any symptom of low T and, the, you know, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but it's pretty simple. It's loss of height. It's loss of libido. It's loss of performance. That loss of performance can be anything from not being quite as funny or sharp as you usually are to not being able to run 
as fast as you're used to be able being able to run or um, being able to work as hard at physical labor or in the gym or whatever. Um, and then happiness is another big one. Energy levels, after dinner fatigue and mid afternoon fatigue. And there's a lot of variations on that. So whenever I see somebody co coming in and complaining of those issues as a man, that's where I start to look at their testosterone levels. But, yeah. you know, we have checked so many levels in the last year of different men and the men who are highest are the ones who spend a lot of time outside, do a lot of physical labor and eat a wholesome diet and get really, really good sleep. And the men whose levels tend to be trashed are living indoors, working indoors, not getting a lot of time outside, not doing a lot of manual labor. And often they have some kind of serious sleep disturbance. Yeah, and that would be the main reason why testosterone levels today are dramatically lower than they were, um, you know, even 30 years ago, you know. So our modern lifestyle, once again, is setting us up for, for issues. And, and, you know, we could get into conspiracy theories and all that stuff, too. But a lot of the advice that you're given about the type of diet, you know, limiting animal products, um, you know, things like that um basically are are behind a lot of that as well because people if we right. as people get away from you know the worst probably the worst things you can do from your testosterone is not sleep not eat meat and not get enough sun i mean mm -hmm. that's uh, that's the symphony of destruction right there and the right. thing you know if you look at um robert sapolsky's work uh on hormones and testosterone and the things that the thing that testosterone does well people were like well it makes you more aggressive but what it actually does is makes you more competitive and it actually makes hard work fun. So is it no shocker that a lot of the young kids today don't have drive, they don't have work ethic, they're they're chasing easy dopamine from computer, easy dopamine from porn, easy dopamine from vaping. They, they don't they don't have the drive to actually do the work to own the dope or the, to earn the dopamine, which you want to make sure you earn your dopamine. You just don't get it for free, right? So, right. That, that's a big loop that people are caught in. I think another thing that the testosterone does is it makes you feel more resilient in the face of adversity. I mean, you've been up and down on testosterone levels and, you know, I don't know if I've correlated this with men clinically, but I'd be really surprised if men with high T levels ever um, take a huge setback as something that's really the end of the world, you know? They take it more in stride. It's easier for them to bounce back. It, it depends if it's managed properly. When you start dealing with super physiological doses, um, which of course I, I flirted with for quite some time when I was competing in powerlifting. Um, if you don't manage it well and you have big fluctuations in testosterone, <clears throat> it can lead to like mood swings and things like that. So if it's managed well and testosterone, they're like, well, it's non-addictive, but let me tell you what, like when you're on a lot of testosterone, uh, you feel like Superman and you just you live and die to work out and train hard and training hard becomes a lot of fun. Uh, and so it's really hard to come off, you know, when you when you basically are like it's kind of like Captain America. Um, I mean, not to that extreme for me anyways, because I was pretty strong and a pretty good athlete before I took anything. But when you take your level where you're at and all of a sudden you're used to living here, it's kind of like driving a car it's naturally aspirated and all of a sudden putting a turbo on it, you know, going from say driving a Corolla to driving like a five series BMW and you drive a five series BMW for like a year. And then 
you're expected to go back down to like a regular four cylinder Corolla. Um, it's a, it's a big change and a lot of people's egos can't handle that. That's a very interesting perspective. That's part of why, you know, I think it's appropriate to be circumspect in using testosterone and only using it when it's really truly necessary, which is why with most men, I, the conversation I have with them is look, anyone can prescribe you testosterone, at least anyone who's got a DEA license. But the reality is what is your real goal here? You should be living a healthy lifestyle that supports a normal, healthy testosterone level. If you're not doing that, the testosterone is not going, it's going to prop you up. It may help you with your performance. And it may be what you need in order to get through the day, but it's not an optimal solution. The optimal solution is for you to change what you're doing so that it works for you. So that yeah. it's a naturally normal, healthy testosterone level. Yeah. And, and a lot for a lot of people, the, the, the option is a combination of both. Right. Sure. But that's, that's the problem with most people. They go to, they go to the doctor and they're not feeling good. Maybe their sex drives a little off or whatever. And the doctor just throws them on testosterone. Doesn't really talk about lifestyle. Doesn't talk about any of these things. Stress management. One of the reasons why the testosterone program that we have is more expensive than most, we included a lot of time in group coaching and in one-on-ones, and that allows people to spend the time, have the time to understand what they need to do in order to support those levels naturally. Of course, the other thing about that that we, you and I have both seen is that no matter what someone's hormone levels, when we get them doing the right things, eating the right things, drinking the right water, living in a healthier environment, everything improves. And then you don't need the testosterone or insert performance enhancing drug here as much as you did. And we've seen so many people, you know, sort of come and go from working with us who weren't really willing to engage. And, you know, they're always hooked on their drugs and they don't come off of them. Yeah. And, and that, that's a big, a big part of it is what happens is, is most people, you know, I have low energy, they get the doctor to write a prescription for Adderall, you know, I, I have low energy, um, you know, write me a prescription for testosterone, write me a prescription for Cialis, and they don't make any lifestyle changes. And, and then, you know, they basically keep accelerating. So instead of just driving off the road and kind of coming to a halt in the ditch, they end up hitting a tree at like 55 miles an hour because they just enabled their lifestyle to push. You know, because what people don't realize with hormone dysregulation is that's your body's way of telling you like, dude, something's not right. Like you're, you're not, you're not treating me well. I'm going to start producing less hormones. I'm going to produce less thyroid. I'm going to produce less testosterone in order to get you to slow down so that you can get yourself in a better place. So all that can come up back to normal again. Right. Um, right. A lot of times uh, the, we do stupid human tricks and we override that system of nature. And I've been guilty of that. I still struggle with that from time to time. Um, but it, it's not a wise strategy in the long run. And it usually ends up biting you in the ass at some point or another. Right. And that's why we want to, I mean, we're always constantly talking to people about what is your goal? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Because the answer almost always is that they don't need to be doing everything that they're doing that's burning their energy reserves down and basically crippling them. And so they can take things off their plate to make time for self-care, uh, to make the financial ability to pay for more self-care. Um, oftentimes we have to get into talking to them about relationships because they're often not appropriately getting other people to help them. Right. We can help them. 
Yeah, absolutely. Make sure um, if you're not subscribed to one of our YouTube channels or to our Facebooks that you do so. Um, we're going to be doing a webinar at the end of this month where we're going to get in, into testosterone in great detail. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, eventually we'll have um, something up so that you can or you can opt into the into our email list uh, through our link tree to get on the email list so that you'll be notified uh, when we're going to be doing the webinar, but it'll be towards the end of the month. That's right. We look forward to seeing everybody there. Do you have any other closing thoughts? Get outside. Get outside. You deserve it. You deserve to get outside. Get in nature. Absolutely. And I'll leave you with, um, I start checking men's testosterone levels in their mid thirties because you will be surprised who is already running low at that time of life. And the last thing you want to do is miss it while they're, marriage is suffering, their career is suffering, their physical body is deteriorating because if worse comes to worse, you can throw that guy in testosterone and give him a really good result and help him feel and perform a lot better in life. So. Yeah, especially if he's willing to make the lifestyle changes. Hey, that's the crazy thing. Most guys in their 30s today have half the testosterone of a man uh, in their 50s or 60s, even you know 40 years ago. Yeah, that's right. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Have a great day.